Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We are located in Maryville, Indiana, 46410. Our phone number is 219-902-0369. Our worship hours is on Sundays at 10 a.m. And our Bible study is Tuesdays at 7 p.m. As well as our Sunday school, which comes on Fridays at 7 p.m. as well. Um, all of those are live. And you can see us on Facebook. Um, also, please check out our Twitter and our Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, don't forget to hit the like button. Don't forget to hit the notification bell so you can get all the latest content that is on this channel. If you would like to donate or be a part of Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries, go to our website where you will see everything that we do there. Uh, you can reach us at T-O-M-M-I-N-C dot slash 10 of meeting. And if you would like to email us or talk to us, email us at T-O-M-M-I-N-C at yahoo.com. Now back to our service. Welcome to Ten of Meeting Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We are located in Maryville, Indiana, and today we're going to be in Romans 13, talking about submission to authorities. Now we're going to learn the submission to authorities through spiritual means. Okay? Natural and spiritual. You're going to see where this comes in. And, and a lot of people, you read this and, and you believe it's just cut and dry, but it's really, you have to, everything in the Bible is natural and spiritual. So we're going to get into both and how to put them together and understand this scripture, okay? Amen? Amen. Amen. So, 13 and 1, Romans 13 and 1, and it says, Let every person be subject to the governing authorities that every person be subject to the governing authorities okay why do we have to be subject to the governing authorities it says for there is no authority except from God and those that exist have been instituted by God. Now, you look at the governing authorities in your cities and in your states and in your towns and in your countries around the world, God put these people in authority. So you would look at somebody like Hitler or Napoleon and Julius Caesar and the presidents and all these different people and say, God put these people in authority. Now, here's the thing. God put these people in authority. But that doesn't mean that they did what God say do. Right. You see? We learned this in the Bible with King Saul. King Saul was um, given over, he was given to be king of Israel. And when he did what God 
didn't want him to do, God basically fired him. Right? So, it is people who are in authority that God put in authority that does not follow God's authority. see what I'm saying? So, it goes in and says, for there is no authority except from God. And those that exist have been instituted by God. And you have to understand that nothing in this world happens without God doing it or knowing about it. He sanctioned it. He gave it his okay. Right? Right. Therefore, whoever resists the authority resists what God has appointed. And those who resist will incur judgment. We know this because we saw when the children of Israel was told that they were going to go into captivity in Babylon. They was going to be in captivity with a Babylonian king who had nothing to do with God. Right? Right. And God told them, if you don't go into captivity, judgment will occur. And the king of Israel tried to flee. And he saw, and he had to watch his whole family get killed, and he was blinded and put in prison for the rest of his life. Because he wouldn't listen to what God had put in place and the authority that he had put in place for him. You see? God does everything for a reason. And we can't forget that when it comes to the ruling authorities that are over us in these lands. That's why all the time we uh, protest and we do all of these things is contrary to what the Bible say do. Because that means that we don't believe that God is taking care of these situations and we need to take these situations into our own hands. So we're going to protest and we're going to get these people out of here and we're going to do this and we're going to do that because God is not taking care of this situation. That's what we say every time we do that. Yeah. Right? Three says, for rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Would you have no fear of the one who is in authority? It says, then do what is good, and you will receive his approval, for he is God's servant for your good. God had the children of Israel in captivity for 70 years for their own good. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So what about if they're not following what God say? We're supposed to follow what they do? By no means. Right? Mm -hmm. 
And we're going to get into that. Because it says, in this scripture, it says, Then do what is good, and you will receive his approval. Do what is good. Now, there are two situations in the Old Testament where the governing authority was um, the Babylonian king. The Babylonian king had put the th three Hebrew boys in the fiery furnace. Right. Right. Because they were about to uh, they wasn't worshiping this idol God. They didn't follow the governing authority because the governing land was told to look. As soon as these bells ring, you need to bow down to this God. They wouldn't do it. They disobeyed the governing authority. But they were honoring God. See, the governing authorities are put in place to govern, but they are doing it, but they're there because of God. But they have to follow God's rules as well. So as we follow, as we follow them as leaders that God put in place, they still have to be governed by God and do what God say. That's right. So the only time we don't do what they say is when it contradicts the word of God. That's right. And we see that in Daniel, where the Hebrew boys did that. We see that again in Daniel, with Daniel himself getting put in the lion's den. You see? So you would look at this chapter and say, okay, well, we're supposed to obey our leaders no matter what they do, bad or good. We're supposed to follow them. That's not true. You follow them. As they follow Christ. That's right. Paul says that himself. Follow me as I follow Christ. That's right. Mm -hmm. Right? That's right. Right. Because if you're not following Christ, I am not following you. That's right. So we just want to clear this up in these scriptures. So we read in for, but if you do wrong. Be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain. Talking about the leaders. Because the leaders are put there for our good. But if they're not doing nothing wrong, you have no reason not to follow them. Right. Some people just like to rebel just because they can. Yes. That's mess. Therefore, one must be in subjection, not only to avoid God's wrath, but also for the sake of conscience. The whole point of following orders is to do what God say too. You don't go against everybody and go against what God says. Especially if they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. Right. Right. 
And you have some people that are good leaders and they have bad followers. And you have bad leaders that have good followers. Six says, for because of this, you also pay taxes. For the authorities are ministers of God attending to their, to their very thing, to this very thing. And taxes was a big thing then, and it's still a big thing now. You see a lot of people going to jail because of tax evasion. What is tax evasion? When you avoid and evade paying your taxes. We cannot avoid paying taxes. No. Right. We wish. <laughs> it's just something that is what it is. No. Yeah. You have to pay for the land that you own. For because of this, you also pay taxes, for the authorities are ministers of God, attending to this very thing. Pay to all who is owed to them. Now, how do you pay things that are owed to people? It says, pay to them taxes, to whom taxes is owed. So if you owe people money, pay them what they owe. Revenue for revenue is owed. Respect to whom respect is owed. Right? Some people have husbands. And God tells the women to respect their husbands. Pay respect to who respect is owed. Well, my husband don't deserve no respect. Well, what you marry him for? Why would you marry somebody that don't deserve respect? Right. Honor to whom honor is owed. Mm -hmm. Now all of these things are natural and spiritual. And when you see it from a spiritual standpoint, all of these things give God his glory mm -hmm. because that's what he's owed. Right. Give God his praise because that's what he's owed. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. Give God your worship because that's what he's owed. We have to know that the the bodies of authority that is in place are in place for a reason. That's in the natural. But God's Holy Spirit should be our governing body authority in our spiritual world. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. Because right. that's the only way we're going to follow God. Is having His Holy Spirit show us what to do. Mm -hmm. right? And how to do it. And when to do it. Right. It says, Oh, no one anything. Except to love each other. Mm -hmm. 
You know how hard it is to go through this world without owing somebody something? Yeah, very hard. It's so hard that that's why people have issues with credit. Mm-hmm. Right? Credit is owing somebody something. Yeah. Everybody, you have a lot of people who have low credit scores because they owe somebody something. And God tells us, oh, no one anything. Yeah. The only thing you owe them, it says, is to love each other. Mm -hmm. We owe that to one another. Did you know we owe that to one another? That we owe each other love. We owe each other love and care. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. Now, if you love somebody that, and that fulfills the law, that means you're being obedient to God and the authorities in your life. Loving one another and treating your fellow man in love takes care of a whole lot. Of, takes care of six of the Ten Commandments. You understand? So it says... For the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and any other commandment are summed up in this word, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does not wrong to a neighbor, does no wrong to a neighbor. Love does no wrong to a neighbor. It doesn't hurt anybody or anything to love somebody. Right. <laughs> right. But we scarcely dimmy out our love to different people. We give love, we give love to certain people. We don't give love to everyone. Right. Because our love is so precious to us in our own little lives that I just can't give it to anybody. I have to give it to certain people. Mm -hmm. My love is so awesome. <laughs> that it's only a few people that can get it. Oh boy. <laughs> you see? <laughs> love does no wrong to a neighbor. Therefore, love is fulfilling the law. Besides, this you know the time that the hour has come for you to wake from sleep. Too many of us asleep. It's time to wake up and get yourself in Christ. Yeah. Well, I can't go to church yet. I gotta get myself together. Mm. Don't you know you get yourself together when you come to Christ? Yes. Go to church, and God gonna get you together. You yeah. can't get you together. Right. You in a predicament the way you in now because you. Did you? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So now all of a sudden, you doing you, mm -hmm. and you about to switch off and get yourself together and then come to church. Mm -hmm. No. You come as you are, mm -hmm. messed up as you may be. Because mm -hmm. we all been there. Oh, yeah. And God will fix you. Right. As you go along. Mm -hmm. That's why God says, walk with me. He don't say run. He say walk. Mm -hmm. Because it's a journey. Right. 
and you're going to stumble and fall. You're going to veer off the road, but God is there to put you back on. So mm -hmm. your walk can be your walk. Right. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. It's so funny because God gave me this revelation about walking with Him. As you walk with God, and God gives you answers, and He's giving you things, and you say, okay, God, I got it, I got it, I got it, and then you just take on up. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, the funny thing is, God's still walking. <laughs> but you didn't ran off. And the further... Now, God is... God is light. Mm -hmm. Now, the further you get from God, the darker it gets. Mm -hmm. To the point where you're in total darkness and you can't even see God no more. Right. So what you have to do then? You stop. And now you have to wait on the Lord. That's right. <laughs> you have to tell you to wait on the Lord. Mm -hmm. So now you really have to wait on the Lord. Right. And He's just ain't walking. He's going to get there when he get there. Because, God, time means nothing to you. <laughs> right. It means everything to us, though. Mm-hmm. So, it says, wake up from your sleep. Mm -hmm. For salvation is dear to us. Now, than we, than when we first believed. Because the time that you believed, and up to now where you are, mm -hmm. you're closer to death than you was before. So as the days go along, the older you get. Yeah. The older you get, hopefully, the wiser you get. Mm -hmm. And the wiser you get, the closer you are to God. Right. From a natural standpoint, and a spiritual standpoint. Mm -hmm. It tells you in 12, the night is far gone, the day is at hand. Because it's going to be a time when, when you're in the twilight of your years. And you're going to look back. And what will you be able to say about your life? Mm -hmm. That you have done in obedience to God. Mm -hmm. Can you look back on your life and say, yeah, I did some things in Christ and I'm pretty satisfied with that. Mm -hmm. You have to ask yourself these questions to know where you stand with God. Right? right? The night is far gone. The day is at hand. It says, so then let us cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Forget, all, forget the world. Get out of the world. Stop doing worldly things and get yourself in Christ. Mm -hmm. Because the only way you're going to get yourself together is to get yourself in Christ. Getting yourself in Christ is getting yourself together. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. 13 says, let us walk properly as in the daytime not in orgies and drunkenness, not in sexual immoralities and sensualities, not in quarreling and jealousy. Mm -hmm. Let us walk off upright, get in the light, 
Get out of those dark places. Stop doing all those dark things with all of these dark people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You understand when you turn the light on and you look at yourself and you look down and you see a shadow. Right? Mm -hmm. What is a shadow? A shadow is just a blank dark spot of who you are. Mm-hmm. Don't be that. Right. A lot of people are walking around as the shadow of themselves. Mm. If you're walking around in darkness right. and you're in a dark place yeah. with dark people yeah. doing dark things, yeah. you're in darkness. Mm. You're a shadow of what God has for you. Right. Right. Ain't that something? Wow. All of these things are busy works yeah. that keep you away from God. Yeah. They keep you preoccupied doing all of those other things. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, it's in a dark place, off to the side. Keeping you out of the light and off of God. Yeah. And keeping your mind preoccupied with other things other than God. That's right. So it goes on in 14 to say, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, when you put on Jesus Christ, you're saying no to all of those things. That's right. You ain't got time for those things. Mm -hmm. You don't want time for those things. Matter of fact, you just got healed from doing all of those things. Right. You don't want to go back there no more. Right. So putting on Jesus Christ, it says, and make no provisions for the flesh. We're not going to entertain what the flesh wants. Right. You see? Yeah. So if you give, if you give the flesh a, a, a one step, it's going to take them out. Mm -hmm. So it says, don't give the flesh any provisions. Right. Don't give it any means of throwing you off and getting you out of your place with God. Right. It says, for, for the flesh. No, make no provisions for the flesh. And don't gratify it to its desires. Because at the end of the day... Your flesh desires is to not be in Christ. Mm. Yeah. You see? Mm -hmm. So true. Flesh is selfish. Very. Flesh only wants what it wants. Mm -hmm. Flesh wants what it wants. It doesn't necessarily want what you want. Right. It's just wrapped around you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's right. But it wants what it wants. Mm -hmm. You see? Mm -hmm. So don't go in for whatever the flesh wants. Right. Stay out of the dark places. 
Right. Be the man or woman of God that you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Come to the light. That's right. And make Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior. Yes. And watch God grow you in the light. Mm -hmm. And pull you further and further away from darkness. Father, I thank you for these scriptures. We thank you today for giving us an understanding of Romans 13. And understanding that we are to submit ourselves to the authorities in this world as long as they are not disobeying you. Mm -hmm. And Father, we learned also that we are not to cohabitate in dark places. Yes. And we are we have learned today to stay out of the dark places with dark people doing dark things. Yes. We thank you for the revelation knowledge that you have given us today in Romans 13. Now we can go and teach others what we have learned here today. We thank you for giving us your son, Jesus Christ, who is our Lord and Savior. And now we have a chance at everlasting life. We thank you and we praise your name. In the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray and we say, Amen. Amen. Stay blessed and faithful. watching Tenant Meeting Holiness Ministries. To hear more of God's Word, please subscribe to this channel. Don't forget to hit the like button or the notification bell to get all the latest content that is on this channel. Thanks again for coming. And as always, stay blessed and faithful.